Margarita. Cayman Jack Margarita. Made with lime juice and agave nectar. I think it's agave. It's, no, it says agave right there. Agave nectar. I, I don't. I don't think that's right. Told my can. I can pronounce it how I want. Well, I tell you what is right. Um, the fact that you found the chaise lounge. That's right. That that's a good thing. Like Martha Stewart says, it's a good thing. You found the chaise lounge. This is cricket. Tom. And and, and okay, good. Because <laughs> I'm tired of introducing you every time. You should do it yourself. You should say. But what do I pay you for? Well, you don't pay me at all. Are you sure? You sure do fucking cost a lot. <laughs> but the value I bring to your life is just incalculable. Completely incalculable. Sure. This is dead air. You need to talk about something. What are we talking sure. about tonight? Hey, so it is um, It is May the... Uh, May the... It is March the 25th. It's not May. It's not May. It's like, damn, how long did I nap for? <laughs> it's March the 25th, 2023, and you have reached the Shays Lounge. And we are so glad to have you back for oh, another week. I love that candle you have because... Uh, point that towards your mouth. Because in, in the uh, reflection of the TV, uh huh, the way that candle burns, it looks like a fireplace burning in the reflection. That's, that's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed oh, to I look know. and sound like a fireplace. But I'm sitting there watching and it's like mesmerizing. It's awesome. I love this candle. <laughs> and it, it smells really good, too. It's it's a bunch of, like, flowery smells. Yeah, it smells good. I like it. It's good stuff. Um, we got it at Walmart this afternoon. So we had to take a baby gate back that was just not working for us. And I used the proceeds that we got back from the baby gate to buy me a candle. Now, we do not have a baby gate for a baby reason. You, you, oh yeah, let me go back and say that there are no babies here, no, and and we'll, there will never be babies here. It's for the dogs because they like to run to the front door every time it opens. That way, we can close the baby gate before we open the front door, so these two little idiots don't go running through the apartment complex again. Yeah, because they keep doing that, and I'm tired of chasing them. I'm just gonna let them go next time. Just if you come back, you come back. Great. I'd really let them go last time. Yeah, well, you're a little crueler than I am. Yeah, I know. You're a mean person. That's that's true. That is very true. What are we doing this weekend? Speaking of mean, I, I, I'm going to bring this out, bring this up to you again. And, and I don't know if it's mean, but when we went to town earlier, <clears throat> they're called panhandlers, right? You know what they're called? The people on the street corners uh, I, looking for money? Yeah, pe- yeah, I don't want to call them beggars because that sounds no, horrible. No, that, that's not right. And, and we don't know if they're homeless. They may have a home to go to. But they're people you see on the street corner you know, with signs up asking for, hey, a dollar will help. Yeah. Now, I'm a middle-aged white man. Mm-hmm. But when I give money to these guys, or men or women are out there, these people, I don't give it to the white ones. <laughs> I think you're just a racist. But I don't. <laughs> That's such a weird distinction to make. Like, I don't... And I, I don't... never really thought about it until... I think it was this morning on my way home. I was coming up to the the red light, and of course the guy was there like he always, or somebody's there all the time. Yeah. And I pulled out a five dollar bill. I was going to give it to him. And when I drove, got close, and realized it was the white dude, I, my first thought was, "Nah, fuck that dude," and I put it back. <laughs> but That's when that, awful. But I wonder that, what that means. I wonder what that but says about you. When that black guy's there, or one of the black guys is, are there, because there's two of them that are. Yeah, on that I, I give them something there almost every time. I always, uh, always give something to the guy that's got the dog, the service animal. Yes. I'll, I always give him something. He's a sweetheart. He he knows my face. Like when I when I come up, he always waves at me and you know calls but me. But I honey. do that not just there. I do it everywhere. I never. I don't, I don't know what that says. You may not have wanted to admit that. Like I don't know what that says about you. I know, but that's just weird. I wonder what. I don't know if that means you're a good person or a bad person. <laughs> I don't know what that. Well, I mean, what what's what's behind that? What makes me not want to give money to the white pit white people? You know. <laughs> Maybe you figure they've got it a little easier. I don't know. That's horrible. That's a horrible thing to say. I don't think I don't, any of this I told reflects you, I don't, well on us. I don't think it's, it makes it, because it should be easier for them. It's just like, for some reason when I see them out there, I, it, to me it feels like, it seems like they're more of a fake to me. You know? Like, for some reason I feel like they're trying to get one over on me because they don't really need it. 
Or they're just lazy and don't want to do nothing else. <laughs> You're subverting the trope. Like the white people are lazy. I don't know. I don't know if it goes back to that or just like because of where I grew up. I don't Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, my whole life I've always been more comfortable around black people than I am white people. Mm -hmm. This is just how I grew up, you know? And so, like even when I worked at the rent-to-own store, I had the predominantly black route because that's where I wanted to be. Yeah. And that and a lot of them already knew me, so. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a so, lot of people in that area are. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. Just something I thought about today. I don't know. I don't know what that says about you. <laughs> what else do you have to talk about? Oh, well, we were talking uh, on my way to work. Well, I was at, not on my way to work. I was at work and we were talking while I was driving. <clears throat> and we had these thoughts about older sayings that don't really mean anything anymore mm -hmm. or weirdo sayings kind of like we talked about rolling down the window yeah because and how long is it going to be before roll down your window isn't going to mean anything because we don't roll our windows down we push a button and the windows go down right we're not rolling anything like the like the little stick that we used to roll or the little handle we used to roll or even like you go ask a younger someone from a younger generation today what this meant was the be kind and rewind. You know, they're not going to have a clue what that means. Yeah. Just like I don't know anything about what was going on in 1912, you know, because I wasn't there. I wasn't part of that. So, with that experience. coming up, I come up, I have a few like just words or phrases and see what you, you can tell me where it originated from, what it may mean to you now, but what do you think it meant originally? Okay. So, some of these I might know, and I tend to come off as a bit of a know-it-all. Do you want me to tell you if I know? Yes. Okay. All right. Your first word. Footage. Footage. Use it in a sentence. Like the footage from a movie that they... That oh, they, a movie footage. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming they would... They're measuring it every 12 inches. They're measuring it by the foot. Yes, that's actually right. Okay. It's because they come up with that movie, like how much footage did you, how much footage did you get? They basically say, okay, well, we actually there there's thirteen foot of footage. Okay. And that's but it's but people don't really think about that now. They just think, oh, it's just a just word footage. used for filming. And and we we probably wouldn't even use it now anyway because people aren't using like eight millimeter cameras to to mm -mm. film anymore. It well, was I mean, thirty-five millimeter. Uh, thirty-five millimeter. Well, and, and think about me saying you're filming something. To film something means something very specific. It means to put it on, on film. film. We don't use film anymore. We have digital copies of things. So even that is is going to become absolutely meaningless. Yeah. Because we don't know what film is anymore. How, I mean, honestly, I, I understand there are some old school filmmakers who probably still use 35 millimeter film, but those are few and far between nowadays. They're all using digital digital cameras, or even hell, they're using phones to make movies. So I can remember I used to like, you know, like when you have the old school cameras with the rolls, and you take them by the Walmart or Walgreens or one of these stores. And drop it off. And come back and you've got pictures come an back hour and later. Print you out these pictures that you get to go look through, you know? I Okay, so I'm old enough. Like photo albums. Yeah, yeah. like nobody does photo. Well, some people do photo uh, albums. We never ooh, did. Excuse me. But, you know, I'm old enough to remember when one hour photo wasn't a thing. Yeah. We used to have to wait a week for our, for our pictures to be yeah. developed and sent to us. Mm -hmm. I, I remember that. And then we thought that was just like the coolest thing in the world that we had one hour photo developing and we could get our get our pictures after an hour. And that was awesome. And then they upgraded it from there once they started to come out with smartphones. And I don't even know if they had these anymore, but you could just get, uh, go up to Walmart uh -huh. and had a little kiosk there and you could hook your phone up to it. And basically it would pull up all the pictures on your phone and you could pick which ones you want to print. Yeah, and we've used that before. Yeah. But now I'm like... What if it stores these pictures? It might be someone I don't want it to have. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> don't look at your pictures. Um, I, 
the last pictures that I think we had printed out was when our oldest had to do a diorama for school. And remember, we had Diogi's picture that yeah. he printed out and put in this little diorama. Yeah. And I think that may be the last time I have ever printed out pictures, and that was years ago. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was years ago. Okay, well, here's your next word. Where did it originate from? And what is what would you assume it means now? Mm-hmm. Dashboard. A dashboard. Ooh. I've never broken that word down. Dashboard. Like, well, like I if know... I tell you, what is a dashboard right now? So I know what a dashboard is. It's the front part of the inside of a car that's in between you and the engine. That's a dashboard. Okay. Okay. So I know that the dashboard came from horse and buggies because they used to call that a dashboard. But I don't know why they called it a dashboard. It was the thing you put your feet on in the buggy. But what was the purpose of a dashboard? Now that I don't know other than to just, you know, make the front of your wagon look nice. Nope. It actually had a purpose. Okay. So what was the purpose? It was to keep mud and water from slinging up on you from the horses. Oh. Okay. And carriages and buggies and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So why was it called a dashboard? That I don't know. Is that because the horses would dash and the faster they and would it, run, it would like board, kick stuff up? Just a board for, the, for them dashing, I guess. I don't know. Dashing it, through it, the it, snow? I guess. <laughs> okay, here's one. Whoa. Turn it down a notch. Turn it down a notch. Well... Um, All right, if, I, like, if you tell someone, or someone tells you to turn it down a notch, what does that mean? Like on a radio, you turn or, the volume down. Well, if somebody down. just tells you, turn it down a notch. You, you, like on a radio, like a dial. You, well, you, they're telling you, whoa, whoa, take it down a little, calm down. Yeah, they're telling you to calm right. down. But like the visual in your head would be somebody taking a, a dial, a little knob, and turning it to where it's, like the volume's down. What that originates from is the first televisions. You had to turn the volume up and down in notches. Oh, okay. That's kind of like you also get into turning the channel. Yeah, because we don't turn channels anymore. But I, but I'm old enough to remember the old three channel, three channel TV sets where you actually had a knob that you had to turn, and you could go up and down, and that was how you dialed in the. That was how you dialed the station. Or See, I remember our TV had the one through twelve or one through thirteen in the U. Yeah, I remember that. 1 through 13 and you. And channel 13 was usually PBS. I don't remember what was what, but... Okay. Hang on, let me refill the wine. This is fun. Do more of these. Because it makes me feel like okay, I'm I don't have a whole something. lot. I only have a couple more, though. Okay. Um, okay, here's a good one you may not know. And, where to, and why we use this. <laughs> But we still use this term today. Okay. When you tell someone to turn the lights off. Now, okay, so we don't have knobs that we use to turn lights off. Mm-hmm. Would that, ha- well. We have well, let switches. Me, let me, we have switches. So, let me think back. We used to have gas lights. And I'm assuming you could turn a knob to turn the gas up or down on those gas lights. Is that where that came it's from? It's from street lights. The from street first streetlights street were gas, and you had to turn them on and off. Okay. See, I worked my way into that. And when they <laughs> came up with the first electric ones, they tried to keep it like old school. Uh-huh. And so they didn't people have would... switches. They still had the knobs that you turned on and off. Okay. Like lamps and stuff. Okay. So people would be used to it. Okay. I'm going to save one of them, say, for last. I got okay. two more. All right. Well, hang and on. Let me take another. But the one I have for last... I'm going to be surprised if you know every all of the reasoning behind it. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm looking forward to this. All right. And I bet you may not know this one either. Actually, I don't think you're going to know either one. I'm going to lay it down right now. I don't think you're going to know either one. I don't know. I'm pretty smart. I don't think you're going to know either one. Okay. If you tell me you're going off to bed. Uh-huh. I say, all right. Sleep tight. Um, I don't want dead air here. Uh, <laughs> You're not going to know this one. Okay, this could go one of two ways. This I could, could go one of two this ways. this one for last. This, this can go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I'm going to say you had to tuck covers in tight. Nope. No. Okay. Damn. Um, um, uh, <clears throat> you're sleeping drunk, so it'll help you sleep, and that's what they're calling tight. I need my phone. What, okay, so what is it? Uh, well, I was going to grab my phone because I was going to play the Jeopardy music so we didn't have dead air. <laughs> That's mean. I don't know. So why do you sleep tight? Does it have anything to do with the bed bugs? No. Uh, Okay, so why are you sleeping tight? What's tight? What this was, like the original beds, Mm -hmm. were almost like a hammock. Right? And when you, in order to sleep comfortable, the ropes for the bed had to be tight. Because otherwise you're sleeping... So, hey, Slouched. make sure it's tight. You sleep, so sleep tight, tight means your ropes are tight. You're going to sleep better because it's going to be more You know what? I bet you anything that had more use on like a Navy ship than it had on anything else. I'm just because saying. those guys slept in hammocks. Didn't normal people just sleep on the ground? I don't know. I didn't. I wouldn't lie that long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. You're looking kind of aged. And here's another one about sleeping. <clears throat> your last one for the day. Okay. I'm going to hit the hay. Hit the hay. Oh, well, people used to sleep on hay. Oh, they were fluffing up a bed. Partly. They were fluffing up a bed with hay, and they're trying to get critters out of it. The reason they call it hitting the hay is, like you said, you would kind of fluff it up, and they would also hit it to make sure the bugs there were no bugs in it. Yeah, no Cause critters. Because if you hit the hit the hit the hay and there's bugs in it, the bugs would the leave bugs would get out, and you can sleep. Ah, see, I didn't know that one. <laughs> You knew that. Oh, you almost put that on your computer. <laughs> you knew that one, but you didn't know the other one. So. I didn't know the other. So you win. <laughs> you didn't know. You, you kind of missed more than what I thought. I was surprised. I told you. I was, see, this is the problem about me. Um, I have ADHD, and what ADHD? One of the special things about it is that I can't remember shit from day to day. But this useless stuff <laughs> that is never going to come into play in my daily life, I can remember. I, like I read it. 50 years ago, and I still remember it because it was interesting to me at the time, and my long-term memory locked it in. Meanwhile, I lost my driver's license today and couldn't find it, and it was in my pants pocket. <laughs> this is what ADHD does to you. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going freeform tonight. We're, we're doing a stream of consciousness. Yeah. I'm, I'm about half toasted. I've had half that bottle of wine, and I'm working on the other half. Kind of a more more morbid turn here, but per capita per per one hundred thousand people. Okay. What are the five worst cities in the United States? Okay, so New Orleans as, and New Orleans as far as uh, like like your murder rate. New Orleans is like number one or number two. New Orleans is number one. Uh, Memphis is probably pretty up there, and St. Louis is up there. St. Louis is number three. Okay. Because I know when a lot of people sit there and go, oh, the crime rate in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. Chicago doesn't even crack the top 10. No, Chicago is... It's Chicago's like number 18th or, or something. Top 20. Yeah, it's not even close to the top 10. It's actually behind Memphis. I know. Memphis is like one, one of the most dangerous places in, in the not country. Not in the top five. Not in the top five. Oh, nope. okay. All right. Well, I know that I, knew, I got New Orleans you and got I got one St. And Louis. Um, I don't know what the other ones are. Probably Washington, D.C. is probably not a real safe place to live. Nope. Um, well, it used to be, I, oh, speaking of Washington, D.C. not being a safe place, we're going to, this is, this ties in. Okay. In 1991 ish, 1990, 1991-ish, we traveled to Washington, D.C. with my dad, who was on some kind of trip to Washington, D.C. So we made it a family trip so that we could see the nation's capital. We stopped by historic Williamsburg on the way, which was the coolest fucking place ever. And if we can take the kids there, I'm absolutely down to go. Because it is a historic town where everybody dresses and acts like the turn of the 19th century. Like when the country was founded. That's what historic Williamsburg is. And you can get quill pens and you can get fudge. And all the shops are just like they were at the turn of the century. And the whole thing is just like the coolest thing ever. So... 
we traveled there and stayed a night there. And then we went on to Washington, D.C. Well, the first night that we got there, my dad thought it would be really cool if we went down to the mall. And, you know, the mall is that, it's that, that big section that's right there in front of the Washington Monument with the, uh, with that, with that big reflecting pool mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and everything that's down there. Okay. So we went down to the mall at night in 1991, 1990, and walked around and had a good little time looking at all these historic places in Washington, D.C. And then we went back to the hotel, went to sleep, got up the next day, da, 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 da. Turns out, 1990-1991 was right before the um, strict gun laws in um, Washington, D.C. were passed. And apparently that was the highest murder rate that year, was the year that we were up there. And Washington, D.C. was like one of the most dangerous places to walk around at night. And so you have this pastor and his two children and his wife walking in one of the most dangerous cities in the country at night unescorted on the mall which saw a murder almost every night the whole time we were there shit <laughs> but i will never forget that trip because it was the coolest thing so i was um i was a uh, 10 or 11 at that point and um you know, so, you know homeschooled and and all this stuff and we went to go tour the White House. It was my mom, my dad was at some meeting that he had to go to. And so my mom and my sister and I all went to the White House to go tour it. Well, mom wasn't feeling really well. So she was like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm not feeling great. I really don't want to walk through this. I'm going to sit down over here at the door and, you know, and you guys go on the tour. So she sent her two little daughters who were not more than 11 years old, because this is when we still live in Kentucky, and we moved when I was 12, so I know I was less than 12 when we went to this place, through the White House by themselves with a group of strangers while she waited at the front door. And we got to see all of the open rooms of the, of the White House. They told us about the wallpaper. They told us about all the paintings that were on the walls. We went into this one area where there was this big banquet table, and it was all set up. And it was like the coolest thing. And, and you know, our, our just our little 10-year-old eyes were just completely, our minds were just blown. It was just, it, it was awesome. And I want to go back. It was, it was great. And then we got back down to the front, um, <clears throat> the front part of the, uh, the White House where my mom was. And we saw her sitting in a chair over by one of the front doors. And there were these two men standing there talking to her. And we got over there, and Mom's like, okay, well, my kids are here. You know, we're, we're going to go ahead and leave. And so, so they said, okay, we can leave. Turns out those were Secret Service guys. Because my mom was loitering and acting suspicious because she was by herself, loitering at the front door of the White House. And so the Secret Service had to go over there and guard her while she was there to make sure she wasn't there for some, like, nefarious purpose. <laughs> <laughs> And you know my mom. She's like short and very unassuming and just like the sweetest person in the world. And they were like, they were investigating her like she was some criminal mastermind. She was sent her kids into the White House to scope out the place. It was great. So that's what I'll always remember about going to the White House and, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know how I got on that tangent, but this is going to be a stream of consciousness night anyway. No, it's fine. So anyway, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the most dangerous cities. Anyway, I, I would have guessed number two. I don't know if I'd have been if I'd have known it was number two, but I would have guessed that it was up there, and that was Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even think about Detroit, but yeah, absolutely. Number four kind of surprised me because I don't really know much about it. Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore is kind of a cesspool, from from what I understand. I, no, no shade to you guys living in, in Baltimore. I've heard it's a beautiful city, and I would love to live in Maryland. It's a, um, if I'm remembering correctly, Maryland has just passed some laws to make the state a safe haven for trans people. Yeah. So I would totally move to Baltimore. It's too fucking cold up there. (laughs) And then number five was Oakland. Really? Mm -hmm. Oakland? You don't hear a whole lot about Oakland. Mm -mm. They're just kind of a stealth city. Yeah. They just kind of snuck into the top five. (laughs) They're probably like, shit, we got to kill 12 people so we make the top five. Let's go. (laughs) 
Isn't there some sports team in Oakland? Or what, like? There's several sports teams. Which the, Ra- one? the Raiders and NFL have been in and out of Oakland. Well, that's what I was going to say. They don't Oakland, constantly LA, have. in different places. They kind of go everywhere. The athletics, the A's, baseball. Okay. Okay. Where, where are the Angels from? Anaheim? Anaheim. No. Anaheim. Didn't they move around? Mm-hmm. So what what team were they when they were in Angels in the outfield? At that point in time, I think they were just called the California Angels. Okay. So it always tickles me whenever they make sports movies about, you know, Angels in the outfield. Um a league of their own. You know, just whatever sports. There's no crying in baseball. (laughs) But if you have a movie that is about a specific team, for some reason, while that movie is in theaters, that team does really, really well. Because the the Anaheim Angels, I remember when Angels in the Outfield was in movie theaters, that team was like blowing it up. Freaking Major League. Indians weren't worth a shit. It was true. (laughs) And all of a sudden, they started getting better. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this this cracks me up. I know you didn't watch The Good Place, but no. there was a running gag in there that Jason was a huge fan of Blake Bortles. And uh, the only reason I know that he plays for the Tampa Bay Rays is because because Jason liked Blake Bortles. And that, that was his team. Or the Jacksonville Jaguars. He, he played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the whole time The Good Place was on... For some reason, the Jacksonville Jaguars had these amazing seasons, and they just came out of nowhere because the Jaguars suck, and Bortles is a terrible quarterback, but Jason loved him so much that his love caused Blake Bortles to be a good good quarterback for, like, two seasons. (laughs) What are you looking up? Well, we're talking about teams, and I'm going to mention this because I found this really interesting. It's really hard for me to not want to be a Los Los Angeles Dodgers fan. Oh yeah, this is such a good story. So the I, Dodgers, I, it, I, I mean, it, the the guy's last name was Tolls. Um, he was a player, and he had a major mental health issue, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. A lot of stuff he was working. Yeah, on. like they found him. Sleeping behind a building at the, uh, I think it was like the Key West International Airport in Florida at one mm-hmm. time. Yeah, right? so serious, serious right. problems. Uh, they took him to a shelter and all this stuff. But the Dodgers, this guy has not played for them since like... Uh, 2018. I think it was 2018 was the last time he actually played for them. It's 2023, and he is still on their main roster. Yeah. And the reason they have done this, because they know the issues this man has had, or is having... Mm-hmm. And they've kept him on the roster, so not only does he continue to make money, but he is also, and that being under contract, constant contract, that team, if they have a player under contract, they're required to have health insurance on that player. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. So he has had 100% paid health insurance coverage since all this happened in 2018 Mm -hmm. constant they have kept him on the roster just mostly so he would have access to healthcare. well we're gonna have to be dodgers fans because that is some hellacious taking care of your people yeah so that was like kudos to the dodgers and organization and whoever whichever members of their front office they decided, hey, this is what we need to do for this guy. Yeah. Because that's, that's pretty fucking cool. That is amazing. That is really amazing. And <clears throat> it sucks that more people don't do stuff like that. Um, one thing that um, kind of irritated me about the WWE um, is they've had some people with issues in the past and have fired them because they weren't able to perform. Yeah. And so that deprived them of their health insurance, deprived them of a paycheck, and put them in a situation where... They weren't able to pay for stuff like that. And so, you know, stuff like that really sucks. So when you see an organization like the Dodgers really step up and take care of their people, that, you know, that's an example to anybody out there. 
and not knocking any other sports teams because that's just the one I read about. I mean, there mm-hmm. might actually be more out there that do that mm-hmm. or that have done that. I don't know. But that's just the one that popped up in one of my... I was getting on Google, and that was one of the main little stories that popped mm-hmm. up, you know. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Like I said, there, there might very well be other teams that have done that, but I don't know. So maybe there is. Maybe there's not. I don't know. Maybe we should do, we should do some research and find out yeah. if there are. I'd like to know that if the Braves done something like that. That I would be good. Because I, I don't want to leave the Braves. No. <laughs> well, we're, look, we can root for other teams, but the Braves are in our heart. They are in our heart. Never been to Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, we stopped in we Atlanta. We stopped in Atlanta and ate at the Silver Spoon. At the Silver Spoon on was our it? way to yeah. No, the Silver Skillet. Silver Skillet. Yes, that was that was such a good place. Their pie, my God, the pie! You had key lime pie, and I thought you were going to orgasm when you ate it. And the I had one chocolate. One thing pie. I remember about that place was the sign they had up. What did it say? It says women don't fart. That's why they bitch so much, because if they didn't bitch, they would blow up. <laughs> or something along the lines of that. I've always remembered that sign. <laughs> I guess that makes me not a woman, because I fart all the time. <laughs> you don't fart. You blow ass. <laughs> Only when you're in bed with me, honey. <laughs> Although there was one time when you got into bed, and you're like, holy shit, what have you been doing? And you're like, this is disgusting, and da-da-da-da. It was the dog, okay? It was the dog blowing ass. It wasn't me. Right, it was the dog. It was, it was, oh, there's my phone. I'm sorry. My alarm went off. I have to take my crazy pills. I'm not going to take them with wine, though. That just seems ill-advised. Speaking of kind of crazy, this all, all this was this possible TikTok ban. Oh, it, God. It was so freaking hilarious that one of these congressmen up there that was trying to grill the CEO or whoever this guy was. Yeah, Shu Chen. Shu, said, Shu Chen. Shu and then, like, people are like, should we tell him? Shu Chow. Should we should we explain this to this guy? But he was wanting to know how the algorithm works. Because <laughs> it aggravated him that it seems like every time he turns on that app, he sees all the homosexuals on there. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, honey. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, sweetie. But the algorithm is just showing you what you want to see. Apparently. And, and you're, you're a homosexual, honey. Well, and it also tells you, shows you a lot of stuff that you comment on. Mm-hmm. Because I, I like to comment negatively a lot on the shit that I see about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know? So you see a lot of it. So I, I do see a lot yeah, of Yeah, the stuff you engage with is the stuff that you yeah. see. And what cracks me up. Okay, I've got three TikTok accounts, okay? Um, I have Thermochromia, which is my personal journey with mental illness. Which I haven't uploaded a whole bunch of videos to that because that's really hard to be vulnerable in public. But I have thermochromia, and that's got one version of the algorithm. And then I have the transparent transparent, which is when I talk about trans issues and how to be a parent to a trans teen. Um, and then I have Cricket Shay. So I have all Ooh. three of those. And they all follow different things of the algorithm because I interact with different <clears throat> things depending on which version I'm on. One of them I get a lot of thirst traps. So, you know, I use that one for thirst traps. And then another one I get a lot of, you know, like political stuff and things like that. And the other one I get a whole lot of LGBT stuff because the algorithm knows. The algorithm freaking knows. And what cracks me up is I can make a new account right now on TikTok and not try to train it. And within 15 minutes, it will have me pegged as being a homosexual liberal leftist who is willing stop it who's willing to engage in violence to get my political goals who is extremely thirst trappy likes to watch thirst traps i mean it'll have me pegged within seconds is that algorithm is insane so if it's showing you homosexual content honey i think maybe you need to have a conversation with your wife is all I'm saying. Maybe he dresses nice because he spent a lot of time in the closet trying to figure <laughs> out something to wear. <laughs> Get out. Oh, here is a thing I want to see if you know about your useless knowledge. <clears throat> oh, I have tons of it. Bring okay. it on. U.S. President George Washington's official portrait. Right? Right. That you can see everywhere. Yeah. Can you tell me something that is really 
interesting, don't look, about that photo? Well, I would have to see it in front of me. I mean, what, what am I supposed you, to be looking you've for? You've seen it, though, right? I mean, there's a lot of different official portraits of George Washington. Is it the one he's chopping down the cherry tree? I'm going to show you the picture. Okay. I'm not going to let you read it. That, that picture, you've seen that one, right? Yeah, I've seen that picture. He, he's, like, got his hand out, and he's, you know, just kind of standing there, like, you know. Okay, so what, what's interesting about that Because, you know, there's, like, the the window, and there's, like, a bookcase and to stuff. To the window. And you know, there's, like, a bookcase the back there with books on it, right? Sure. Did you know that one of the books in his official painting uh-huh. has a spelling error? Oh, lordy. Which one? Is it the Bible? That would be funny. It's uh, He has a book in the painting that is titled Laws and Constitution of the United States. Okay. But in states, they left out the first T. It just says states? States. Okay. Why would they do that? Accident. <laughs> no regrets, right? No, no regrets. <laughs> And there's another one I thought was funny, too. Uh, I saw, we went to, a, I'm sorry, hang on. We went to a tattoo parlor one time, and I was looking through this guy's book, and it, it had a tattoo in there that said, no regrets, and they put on there as a disclaimer, the customer wanted this misspelled. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Here's another did you know. That during the American Civil War, an entire regiment, of 864 men were accidentally awarded the Medal of Honor? Why would they award that many men the Medal of Honor? It was all the result of a typographical error. Okay. They, they basically typed something in wrong, and one guy was supposed to get it, but they ended up giving it to all of them. <laughs> How do you have a typographical error when your typographicals or a big giant printing press that you have to put the letters in individually. I don't know. How do you fuck that up? Apparently somebody figured out a way. Oh, do you know why it's called uppercase and lowercase? Yes. We've <gasps> talked you? about that before on here. Have we? Yeah. Have we? But mm -hmm. I, that was a, that was an interesting bit of my knowledge, and I wanted to share it with people. Well, you can share it and pretend you never have before. Go ahead. Okay, so they call it uppercase and lowercase because technically the um, American alphabet has not 26 letters but 52 letters because each of those letters was something different, the uppercase and the lowercase. And you called it uppercase or lowercase depending on where you found it in the typographical cases where they kept their little metal letters to put into the printing press. Right. Some of them were in the uppercase. Some of them were in, in the, the lowercase. Lower and the little bitty ones went in the lowercase because they were lower. And the big ones went in the uppercase because they were they were bigger. Easier to see up there. Easier to see up there. And so that's why they did that. That's why it's called uppercase and lowercase. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> I saw something and if there's any people this might upset someone i don't know but this post that Peta put out oh lord says next time you think of eating a chicken remember they at one point in time had a family just like you i don't think a chicken's family was abusive i'm just saying and this guy re responded to this post mm -hmm. i said that's why when i go to kfc i get the family bucket that way, nobody's left behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. Here's one, too. Says, I had a problem with my computer yesterday, so I called Eric, the 11-year-old kid that lives next door. Mm -hmm. Eric clipped a, clipped, clicked a couple of buttons and solved the problem real quick when he came over. Mm-hmm. As he's walking away, I called after him. So what was wrong? He replied, it was an ID10T error. ID10T. Mm -hmm. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I don't want to appear stupid. So I didn't want to appear stupid, but nonetheless, asked an ID10T ID error. What is that? Eric grinned. Haven't you ever heard of that before? He said, no. He said, well, write it down and I'm sure you'll figure it out. And he left. So I wrote it down. 
Yeah, I don't like that little fucker no more. <laughs> <laughs> because an odd D ten T spells idiot. It spells idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where I learned that? No, no. I learned that from my brother because he learned it in the military. Oh, really? Yep. And they also taught him righty tighty lefty loosey in the military. <laughs> Which is apparently they did what? They taught him righty tighty lefty loosey. <laughs> oh, really? He's like I. The U.S. government is putting out a million dollars for my education in the military to teach me how to do things, and they're teaching me righty tighty lefty loosey. <laughs> what are you looking at? Well, just thinking about all this different stuff, I had to search something up on Google. Uh oh, what are you going to hit me with? It's not what I'm hitting you with, it's, it makes me think of you. Oh, oh my God, what is it? Is it bad? No, it's called useless facts. Because <laughs> you are a plethora of those. But I'm not useless. But I am a fact. And that fact is that I am a legit snack. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Um, here's one. You go to a movie. Okay. I'm at the movie. Right. Before the movie starts, what do you watch? You watch previews. What's another name for previews? Um, advertisements. Like when you see it like a, on, on your phone, like if you want to see you about a movie. Before. A trailer. Right. Okay. And that's what you see before you go to the movies. I see a trailer, right. But why is it called a trailer when it comes in the, in the front? Did they used to come in the back and they it trailed to, the movie? It used to be after <gasps> the movie. They used to be after the movie and they were called trailers. That's why they're called trailers. Oh my god! Useless knowledge. I love it. Did you know they used to have newsreels before movies? Mm-mm. Yeah, because that, that's where people got their news because they didn't have like TVs at their house and things like that. So that when they, whenever they went to movies, they would have like a you know five to ten minute section before the movie of like all the newsreels that was happening that that week or that month or that year. And that's how people kept up on the war and things like that. Okay, here's another one. Rubber bands last longer when they're refrigerated. Why? Keeps the elasticity from drying out. But why would I want to rip? If a rubber band gets hot, uh huh, it won't last for long. Well, now that I know, but why would I want to refrigerate my my rubber bands? Why can't I just use them? Right until they quit. I heard the same thing too. If you keep batteries refrigerated, it'll last longer. I wonder if that has something to do with the water that's in them. Maybe because I know a limiting factor on uh, batteries, on battery life, things like that, is the amount of water that's in them. Okay, do you know what pogo no phobia is? Pogo no phobia. Or poganophobia. Poganophobia. So so I know what a BOGO is. A BOGO is a buy one, get one. So a POGO... Way off. Way off. Okay. Um, what is it the fear of? Poganophobia. Pogo sticks? Fear of beards. Beards? That's what it says. Who's afraid of a beard? No telling. Apparently, John Stamos is terrified of little people. Did you know that? I'm the one that told you about that. I saw that routine today. That was funny as hell. Because Bob <laughs> Saget got this this little comedian. He's a little person. He's a comedian. Got him to come into John Stamos's dressing room and hump his leg. Well, no, and he didn't get him to do that. He said, he, hey, he we're going hey, to pr- play a prank scared. on him. We're going to play a prank. And he says, bet, I'm on. So as soon as he opened the door, he said, all I did, I said, I'm just going to go for it. He just ran in as fast as he could and grabbed on the same as his leg and started dry humping. <laughs> he said, scared the shit out of him. He said, and let me tell you, John Stamos <laughs> screams like, like a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible. Why would you do that to somebody, though? That's awful. That's like me being afraid of clowns and you like putting clowns in my room or something. That's horrible. Do you know that your fingernails will grow faster on your dominant hand? No, I did not know that, but I know they keep growing after death. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Your fingernails and your hair, they either keep growing or your skin recedes and it makes it look like they keep growing. I don't know. Anyway, your fingernails are longer after you die. Hmm. Which is weird. Did you ever grow that fingernail back? It's growing back. It's growing back. Oh yeah, that looks pretty good. Doesn't look as gross as it did a couple months ago. <clears throat> what else you looking up? Okay, here's one. Um, a sloth can hold its breath longer than a dolphin. Now, I did know that. I found that out the other day. 
Because a dolphin can, dolphin can hold its breath for like 30 minutes, but a sloth can hold its breath for like 40 minutes. Okay, what's an, am, an animal that can go longer than a camel without water? A toad. Nope. I don't know. A camel. Uh, not a camel. <laughs> a giraffe. Really? But they don't even have a hump. Is this what our podcast has a devolved into? A poor dragonfly into? only has a lifespan of 24 hours? Yes, I knew that. And like a mayfly only has a lifespan of 24 hours. So I thought they just lived in May. <laughs> mayflies? Mm-hmm. No, they, they only live for like 24 hours. But so why are they called mayflies then? Because they come out in May. They're like cicadas like that. But cicadas only come out like once every 14 or 17 years. Ooh, this one hits home. 100%. Okay. The average adult spends more time on the shitter than they do exercising. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and if we're doing the math on going to the bathroom, women win every time as far as seat up versus seat down. Because let's assume that each person, male or female, goes to, let's say we have two people who live in a household, one male and one female, or, or one with a penis and one, one with, with a vagina. So, each of these people is going to go to the bathroom four That's times. That's bullshit. Hey, hey listen. Oh, sorry, I'm reading You're going to go to the bathrooms four times, okay? Of those four times, the female person is going to sit all four times. The male person is going to sit three out of, or is going to sit one out of four times. So, he's going to stand three times, correct? You're getting in the whole up, seat up, or seat down. Yeah, thing. seat up, seat down. So mathematically speaking, See, the seat should go down. Even just getting rid of the, the mathematical thing, it just looks better when the seat's down. It does look better when the seat's down. So I think the seat should be down and the lid should be down. Well, the first time that you walk into a toilet and you sit down at 2 o'clock in the morning and you're expecting the seat to be there and it's not there and your butt touches toilet water, I guarantee you you will put the seat down every single time. Because nobody wants to touch toilet water. Anyway. Hey, dog. What are you doing? What are you looking up? Is this what our podcast has devolved into? You looking up facts on the, on the, on the computer and me answering them? <laughs> <laughs> also being very drunk because we're both... Have you drank that whole bottle of wine yet? No, but I drank that other thing and it was pretty stout. Ooh. Well, I am, I'm about to finish off this bottle of wine. Did you know that a cigarette lighter was invented before the match was? What? <laughs> no, That's you're making this, that up. I'm not making it up. This thing makes it up. You're making that up. Dragonflies have six legs, but they can't walk. That seems illogical. See, shit like that is what makes me think that there's no such thing as intelligent design. Because that had to be random. Because there's no... There's no reason you would intelligently design something with six legs that can't walk. <clears throat> and that is my argument against creationism. Thank you and good night. I knew this one, that women see more colors than men. Mm-hmm. But they do you know more taste buds than men. But do you know why we see more colors than men? Because y'all come up with more names for the that colors. Is, that is literally exactly right. That is 100% exactly right. That's purple. No, it's magenta. No, it's not fucking magenta. It's fucking purple. Magenta is not purple. Magenta is magenta. Purple. <laughs> it's not even close to purple. Magenta is magenta. It's a version of red. I don't know where you get... Now, the one thing that, that kills me, look up vermilion. Look up vermilion and see what color that is. Vermilion with one L. What color do you, before you look it up, what color do you think it is? Vermilion. I'm going to say it's a orangish color. Okay, so you're saying orange. Okay, go ahead. Vermilion with one L. Can you type? I know you're drunk. I could have these fucking letters would stop moving. (laughs) Vermilion. Yeah, look it up. What does it say? Red. Exactly. It says that it's red. It should not be red. Every other color in the spectrum that starts with the prefix ver is green. green. It says it's a brilliant red pigment made from mercury. And that is bullshit. It should be green. No, you're wrong. 
So wrong. I'm just saying. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. You're, You're wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is such a dumb podcast. I hope that our three listeners are enjoying themselves. <laughs> They're probably just sitting back and going, oh my god, these two are fucking idiots. They're fucking drunk again. What's wrong with them? <laughs> oh, my glass is empty. Woo! The bottle tried to run from me that time. Well, you better catch it and pour yourself another glass. <clears throat> oh, I am. Come on. Chug, chug, chug. We can hear that on the... on the. Oh, come on. That's a wussy glass. It's a big glass. That's not a big... That's half that glass. That's like a fourth of the bottle. Come on now. I've already drank that other thing. Oh my gosh. It's going to be Call of Duty time here in a minute. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm I, playing Call of Duty when I'm drunk. So I hit that vape earlier. That's the reason I took a nap. Because, oh my God, that stuff was strong. That new stuff that you got? That new stuff that I got? It's a sativa. And it. Did you actually go in there and up. say, fuck me up? I did. That's literally what I told the girl. I said, hey, she says, what do you want? And I said, I want to get fucked up. And she's like, okay, let's look at some stuff. I got some edibles, I got some hybrids, I got some sativas, and the only reason I got a sativa is because it's like 95% uh, THC, which the highest you can get at their their place is like 89%. So this was like above what they normally sell. Fucked me up. (laughs) But didn't make me sleepy, which was weird. Because, you know, I laid down to like take a nap or whatever, but I never actually fell asleep. It just relaxed me so much that I was just like, oh, yes, this is awesome. So you were awake that whole time? I was awake that whole time. That whole time. Because I was over there touching your boob and Nancy you didn't notice. No, I knew. I knew. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I was sneaky. <laughs> you weren't that sneaky. I was very sneaky. <laughs> but you know if what you is knew, so crazy? which one was it? It's only it doesn't one. matter. It doesn't matter. Does. It was it was this one. Why would I go for the small one? <gasps> All right, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Why would I go for the less large one? Because <laughs> neither one of them suckers are small. Yes, let's talk about my boobs on the podcast. I'm just saying, I, I misspoke. I didn't mean to go say the small one. I meant to say the less large one. But you know what is so crazy about living in Arkansas? Is the fact that when I was in Texas... When I was getting my weed, I was getting it from a teenager in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Tell people you were doing illegal shit. <laughs> but I don't live there anymore. Um, and the statute of limitations has already run out. <laughs> so, I was always worried that I was going to be the only white woman sent to prison for a half an ounce of weed. <laughs> right? And uh, now I've moved up here to Arkansas, and I can just walk to a store, or I can drive to a store... And tell them, hey, fuck me up. And what's crazy is how much of that shit you can actually get. Oh, my God. Do you understand how one much? One month. One, no, no, no. One half. No, no, no. Listen. One month. I want you to go up there when you have a good month at work and we can afford it. I want you to get as much as you can legally just to just see, to how, see much how much it is. is. Okay. So, every two weeks. Every two weeks. I can get 72 grams, grams of weed in any form every two weeks. The cartridges that I buy, that is 120 cartridges. No, no, it's, it's 140 cartridges. 140 of those cartridges. So when I have a good week, at, a good month at work, if you want me to go buy 140 cartridges, that's going to be, what's 140 times 60? No, it's like $6,000. Exactly. It's going to be like $6,000 worth of weed. You can buy that much? I can buy that much weed. Fuck in two hell. weeks. In a two-week period. $6,000 worth of weed. Because each one of those cartridges runs anywhere from between $40 and $60 for a half a gram. Why would you be able to buy so much of that shit? I'm assuming that some people are extremely dependent upon it you know because of their pain because the whole point of of weed is pain management and relaxation right um and i'm assuming it's a gateway drug you're gonna be doing the cocaine later whatever i tried do i want to tell them what i tried huh do i want to tell them what i tried would you i don't care 
So I tried mushrooms and I didn't like it. So weed may be a gateway drug, but I did not like the gateway. <laughs> yeah. I tried mushrooms and all it did was make me anxious. It's supposed to like open your mind and like make you like see things that you didn't think. But all it did was make me kind of anxious and give me like a feeling of foreboding. And I don't need help having a feeling of foreboding because that's just like constant in my life. So your schnozberries didn't taste like schnozberries? The schnozberries <laughs> did not taste like schnozberries, and I did not want to go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Take these boys to Mexico. Woo! <laughs> so I did not like mushrooms. Now, if I'm ever given the chance to try Molly or Ecstasy, and I have a good babysitter, I want to try some of that. Now, that, that may be the gateway drug for me, because I have a feeling I would really enjoy Ecstasy. Yeah. I have a guy I can get it from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually do. Okay. <laughs> He's over here mouthing, get it. Get it. <laughs> Shh. Get it. <laughs> I covered my mic so nobody could hear me. <laughs> well, if they've made it this far in the podcast, they're different. <laughs> because we have been all over the fucking map this entire time. Oh, my God. <clears throat> but yeah, if you want me to, I'll talk to him on Monday about getting some. Because seriously, I could get some. How have I not heard about this already? Yeah, I mean, like this, I can get anything from this guy. This is the guy I got the shrooms from. I can get pretty much anything from him. He's just told me to let him know what I want. I could get, I could get high quality, performance grade testosterone from him if I wanted to lift weights and get ripped. I mean, like, seriously, like, this guy I could get anything from. <laughs> I would get some of that. I don't care if my balls go small. I don't use them anymore anyway. Oh, God. If you've listened this far to the podcast, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, Lord. We're going to have to shut it down here in just a minute because I've got to run to the restroom. And we've talked about all kinds of weird stuff tonight. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoy being drunk on the podcast because it's fun, but it can't be that much fun to listen to, right? <coughs> although, although I have to say, when I re-listen to our podcast, because I do, I listen to our podcasts during the week. And I tell you what, I find myself smiling listening to us be stupid on this podcast more often than i don't so that's 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 fun for me that is so much fun for me anyway are we ready to bring it to us close we've almost hit an hour are you about yeah because <laughs> i'm gonna finish the rest of this bottle of wine and then smoke a little bit more <laughs> i'm already four sheets into the wind four not three. Nice. Isn't it supposed to be? Now, that's another. That's another. Look up oh. where that came from. Three sheets to the wind. Find out where that came from. Hang on. My phone's not cooperating. What get, is it? get on Google. Three sheets to the wind. Three origin. Three sheets to the wind origin. So, let's see what that came from. I actually was able to type that out. <laughs> All right. Read out what I found. Like many other expressions in English, it has its origins in seafaring. In the days of sailing ships, some ships had three sails per mast, and at the end of each sail there was a cord called a sheet that could be tightened or loosened depending on the strength of the wind. Okay, so how does that do with being drunk? Because that's what I've always heard it referred to. too much tonight, you were three sheets to the wind. This expression is used to describe someone who is drunk to the point of being unable to stand up straight. But but that doesn't make any sense in terms of a sailing ship. I don't understand. No. <laughs> That's just what it says. <laughs> All right, we're going to bring this to a close. <laughs> My God, this has been such an awful podcast. Thank you for making it this far. <laughs> has it been that bad? <laughs> I like the whole sleep tight and hit the hay and turn it down and this dashboard has been fun. footage. Yeah. And Heck yeah. Um, but anyway, you can find me at Cricket Shea on Twitter, um, at Cricket oh, Shea on we're TikTok. So we didn't talk. Uh, we, we, 
I mentioned everything we talked about, but also the, the, the gay congressman that doesn't know he's gay. Yes, and the gay congressman who doesn't know he's gay. So, um, happy birthday to you, sir. Or maybe he does. He's in denial, but... He just didn't know... Maybe it's Lindsey Graham. Maybe he was just telling... No, it wasn't Lindsey Graham. But Miss Lindsey is definitely gay. Because that wouldn't have been news. Everybody knows that Miss Lindsey is gay. He may not be gay, but he's definitely a switch hitter. No, he's gay. There's like call boys that know he's gay. They've just been paid off with an NDA and told to keep quiet. He's a switch hitter. He's, He's something. He's not married. But he's definitely gay. <laughs> but what pisses me off is that freaking Miss Lindsay is as gay as they come, but passes all of this anti anti LGBT legislation because he hates himself so much for being gay. Yeah, he really is. He is he's a self loathing homosexual, and I feel really bad for him. But anyway, so we're gonna call it a night for the night. You Hi, can, child. You can reach me at hi. Um, Hang on, hush, 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 hush. I'm telling I'm people where they can hi reach to us. My kids, shut up. At Cricket Shay on Twitter, at Cricket Shay on TikTok, um, the transparent, transparent on TikTok, um, Cricket Shay one on Instagram, and if you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Facebook, and we're, and, and we're at the Shay's Lounge um, at, at Gmail and all those other places. In so. the book of faces. In the book of faces. So um, thank you guys for joining us this long, and we love you. Bye.